I love you. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. <laughs> we'll, we'll decide if we keep that or not. <laughs> I am the green traveler from Gorsh. That is Zelda whining in the background. The dog. And I am the... I'm not the green traveler. You can you be. Are. I won't be today. I'm the face of Sleel, and that's who I am every other episode. So that's who I'll be today. This is Green Faceless on the Couch, a podcast about movies and TV. And we're starting a new playlist. We are. We are indeed. Uh, before that, though, are you capable of taking like form, like other people's forms? Like, could you shapeshift? Like, I, I am. I, I, I have stretchy. said before that I can mold into other forms, but it's like ditto. I can't right. quite get all the details down. That's still that's still. That's why know. I don't go around with a face, right. except for with my human suit that encases. My right. jelly-like form. Makes sense. I yeah. get it. I get it. That's good to know. I'll keep that yeah. in my back and pocket. And you know, I told him, if it's just a suit, why can't it have, you know, yeah. washboard abs and yeah. big pecs and whatever? They said you'd stand out. That's what yeah, they, they said it would be too auspicious yeah. for a 30-something. Yeah. Yeah. They said if you're going to look that good, you have to actually make money. <laughs> <laughs> the truth okay so here we are starting a new playlist yeah uh i honestly i didn't know if we'd ever come on to this I, i'm very excited for it, it was an eventuality i'm sure we're talking about indiana jones yes for a long it, time you've told me it needs to be a playlist and i said why we could just do a trilogy triumphant <laughs> and you said because there's more than three of them and i said what what no there's not <laughs> And now there's another one coming out, and you're just like, yeah, the fifth one. I'm like, no, this is the fourth one. But then I'm hearing reviews say that there is no movie coming out, and there's still only three. So we'll find out. We'll but find I, out. I finally caved and accepted to do them one at a time. Yes. Uh, nostalgia won out. Uh, we're going to give our money, uh, and that's maybe sad. Maybe it's not going to be worth it, but nostalgia p- pushes us forward yeah i'm just there to see an 80 year old man ride a horse i know i know it's gonna be funny it's like watching the fat kid run through a hallway you know he would be a good general pat he's gonna be president of the united states in the marvel universe they're going for thunderbolt ross nice. and i assume that's where they're going with it you know i see yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of like a yeah okay well who knows he's been president <laughs> before he can be president again he only, he, served, he only served it's... one term in Air Force One, damn it. Uh, Air Force One has Nick Fury on, like, whenever he goes to use Air Force One, Nick Fury's there, and he's like, There's so many goddamn snakes on this motherfucking... <laughs> <laughs> That's better than any joke that I was going to stumble on to. So... <laughs> I'm sorry. We're talking about Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, I'm sorry. I think it's just Raiders of the Lost Ark. Motherfucker. What? There ain't no Indiana Jones at the beginning of this. It's just Raiders of the Lost Ark. I know. It blows your mind, right? It's like the Uh, uh, people always saying, there's like, Luke, I am your father, when it's just, no, I am your father. He doesn't say Luke. You're right. Yeah. People think it's Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's not. It's just Raiders of the Lost Ark. Absolute cinema perfection. 
This is named after the damned dog. <laughs> God damn, I love you. Uh, <laughs> it's good stuff. No, I, uh, I'm curious. Do you remember the first time you watched this movie? Hell no. Okay. I do because this was like one of the big bonding moments with me and my dad. Nice. Um, and my mom was also there. I don't want to leave her out. She was in the chair behind us, but I just remember me and my dad laying on the floor. He was a, he was a floor layer. He still yeah. kind of is to this day sometimes if he wants to, but he doesn't usually. Um, but yeah, he used to lay on the floor all the time. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I just took that habit and I still do it too. I remember when we lived together, I would always lay on the floor and then oh, fall asleep. Floor flay is and, good. Yeah. What? I don't, I mean, <laughs> you know, a good floor lay, you know? <laughs> hey, 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 woo-hoo. But no, uh, I, I just remembered, like, I would always lay on the floor and then fall asleep and then pretend you hadn't fallen asleep even though you loudly snored. Like, I would I would do that all the fucking time. Um, but yeah, I just remembered... Wait, you don't snore like your dad. No, I do not. Uh, he's got the little apnea Darth Vader-like machine now, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, I hope that helps. Yeah, his snoring's gotten much better. I, I was not waking up, woken up by it the last time I stayed oh, there. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's working. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just remember laying on the floor with Dad and watching these movies, and like all in a row, we just had a weekend off, you know, and we were just like all as a family, we were just like we're gonna watch some TV, Hell and so we watched, yeah. Uh, yeah, we watched Indiana Jones threesome, nice. and it was fucking wonderful i just remember watching this movie and just being mesmerized yeah it's like, a lot of fun yeah. uh you know it combines a lot of things that i love uh which you know kind of makes it its own it kind of like m- made the adventure genre yeah in this time i i know there was plenty of adventure movies leading up to it as and uh i've always thought it was earlier than 81 as i well. know right yeah <clears throat> It definitely has that um, classic feel. Yeah, it like really nice does. 70s. And I guess it makes sense because Steven, Steven Spielberg. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, he... A lot of the, a lot of his stunts and everything that he thought of came from classic movies. Like, right, exactly. You know, he just made them far more advanced and technologically beautiful yeah. in, in this era. But and it, this is like this is like iconic Spielberg. This is in his creative best. Yes. He, and, you know, he was, they were all definitely. struggling. There's so many, uh, so many things that were going on in the production because you know this is a George Lucas baby. I don't know if you knew that, but uh, yeah, yeah, I knew that it had had a strong tie ties yeah. to. He he thought of this way back in the day, um, like in the early '70s. I can't remember. Oh yeah, there it is. Lucas, yeah, in the early '70s. Oh. Um, yeah, he wanted to do, you know, he he loved these kind of movies back in the early 20th right. century, the serial films, as it says here. Um, but like he loved these ideas of like each movie would be its own big adventure, mm-hmm. and you know it's kind of like today we still have that with um, oh what's that the Hercule Poirot films the oh sure yeah, yeah. there's other ones too yeah, so many. I, I can't Knives really Out think kind of is its own nowadays yeah film. now it is yeah. and um, uh, you know you could say that f- until the latter parts of the. The Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like it's really cool because it's like that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to build this. He thought of uh, this Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh yeah, yeah. Thinking. That's yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Um, but yeah, he he just created this this archaeologist character that he called Indiana Smith, 
and he told it to his friends. Yeah, I know it doesn't it doesn't work that well. Like, it really <laughs> Jones doesn't. is the better common yeah, name. They, they really did a good job at changing that from Indiana Smith to Indiana Jones. Uh, but yeah, Lucas decided to do Star Wars, and while doing Star Wars, he was just way too bogged down in oh, like everything. Sure. And there, aren't there laws that you can only work on so many movies as the director, too? Yeah, like I think so. Or, like, only one director can be credited. So it's like you can yeah. say two people direct it, but when you're submitting it to records or whatever, right. it's got to be one. I can't remember how it works. It's it's ridiculous. Hmm. But, uh, it, yeah, and, you know, Lucas, you know, he, he couldn't really, he didn't have the time to write it, but he thought it was an interesting idea, and he pitched it to Spielberg. Hmm. Spielberg was like, fuck yeah, that sounds fun. And I honestly don't know what Spielberg thought. That's just right. that's my interpretation. I'm sure of it. he said "fuck yeah." Yeah, but they hired the great Lawrence Kasdan, who uh, George well George Lucas turned to Lawrence Kasdan to write Empire Strikes Back. Oh, okay. Um, so like this guy is phenomenal. He's done so many of my favorite childhood films <laughs> in regards to the writing. That is, but the writing's very loose in Indiana in Raiders of the Lost Ark. At least it's kind of just like bullet points for scenes because they're like. The way Spielberg thought of it was these great big set pieces. Mm-hmm. Everything was a huge fun action set piece, and yeah. so it's it's you know it opens up within the uh, he's he's going to explore. I can't remember where. Um, uh, it's it's got to be somewhere in South America. Ooh. Uh, yeah, Peruvian. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Ah. Nicely done. Booby trap uh, Peruvian temple. That's right, and he steals. Uh, uh, sorry, he uh, archaeologicalizes recovers a golden eye. Saves. He steals it. He it was there it. for does. a reason. Okay, if you're gonna, yeah, if there's gonna be any <laughs> negatives to the Indiana Jones, at least to this movie in particular, it's that as an archaeologist, he gives a bad name to archaeologists. Yeah, he he sure does. However, he's supposed to be the good archaeologist. Yeah, he has, because, he has a moral backbone. Uh, he does have a rival who's also in this scene. Yeah. He comes around time and again because he ends up working with the Nazis later. But Rene Bullock. Bullock. Uh, excuse me. Played by Paul Freeman. Paul Freeman. He uh, is also an archaeologist, but I, I, don't, I don't feel... That that is the right term for I him. Think, yeah. He is really a looter. Yeah, um, sure. both of, both of them are looters technically. Yes, but um, yeah, Jones is doing it to for save the, the same. <laughs> <laughs> he is doing it for scholarly reasons. That's true. Rene Belloc is just in it Ooh. to sell that shit. I like the way you said it that time. That was nice. Rene Belloc. Oh, it just came off the end. Nice. <laughs> A lot of gut, a lot of gut in there. <laughs> no, I, yeah, he's he's doing it for to help the Nazis. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. We, you know, things have fallen. If certain uh, histor- historical items, say, I don't know, the Ark of the Covenant were to fall into the hands of the Nazis, yeah, the world literally would be at risk. It would. So it's true because got, no army has failed when they've carried the Ark of the yeah, Covenant. It provides them protection. That's right. Uh, so. The American government does come to Indiana Jones, played right. by Harrison Ford, uh, and um, Marcus Brody is there as well, and he's played by Denholm Elliott. That's right. Uh, and he's the curator, I guess, but I thought he worked for the university as well. I'm 
Maybe they both do. Or maybe it is a university museum. Museum. I like that. Um, So university. At a university. A university. A university. Muse. Muse in the. Muse in. A unimuseum. Ooh no. A unizium. 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 Welcome to the unizium. Welcome. This is Indiana Jones, and this is the stuff that he found a lot around the world. And without giving any compensation to the native peoples, brought here. That's true. That's true. And now yeah, there's, we there's negative. It's, it's, it's certainly <laughs> I know, questionable. I, I it's can't certainly do questionable this because I love these fucking movies. Yeah, no. It's just like as an adult in the modern our modern lens of things, right. we can see how it's not. I'm a really good hero. No, from a politically correct standpoint, yeah, yeah fuck Indy Jones. But from the fuck yeah cinema standpoint, this is, is a great movie. Fuck yeah, Indy it's a Jones. great fucking movie. But another reason to say fuck you, Indiana Jones. But fuck yeah, Indiana Jones. Fuck yeah, Indiana Jones. <laughs> but another reason to say fuck you, Indiana Jones, is because of the love interest in this. The oh, love interest here we in this go. Actually has. <laughs> A really interesting backstory with Harrison Ford. So he with Harrison or with Indy, with Indy, there might be a backstory with I was, Karen yeah, I was Allen. Like, I was like, oh god, and Harrison Ford. <laughs> I don't know. That's not what I meant to bring up. But he goes out to find Marion Ravenwood's father. Well, that's a good name, Marion Ravenwood. Yeah, that's a good name. Yeah, it is. I like that name. Yeah, it makes me think of a desk. Oh, that's fair. Ravenwood, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's fair. And also the Mad Hatter. I was going to say, I think Nobility. Oh. Like it, it, I, f- I feel like that's a good like royalty name. Yeah. Like, I would follow the Ravenwood. But somebody that is going to portray that trust later that's in the fair. plot. Yeah. You yeah. kill that queen. However, Marion is a great character. She's a badass woman and a, a really high-functioning alcoholic. Yeah. She's tough, though. She's tough, yes. Uh, so Indy comes, swings around, goes to Tibet. Yeah, it's Tibet. And uh, <laughs> filmed in Tunisia. Modern day Myanmar. I think that's how you say the country. Yeah. Myanmar? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Though. Yeah. M-Y-A-N, yeah. Yeah, Myanmar. Anyhow, they meet up there at her bar. Yeah. <laughs> she got it, man. Yeah, and uh, while they are there, this Nazi guy, uh, Major Arnold Tot. Um, he's taught. He, he's not really all that fit, but he's a Gestapo agent. at the end. Yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, but Ronald Lacey plays this this uh, Gestapo guy. Really well, too. Like, uh, let's, yeah. Let's be yeah. honest. Uh, yeah, I was afraid of him, yeah, for, even though he's, he's not like... He is a really good despicable Nazi. Yes, he yeah. is despicable. That yeah. is true. But he's also a coward. Well, I don't know. I call him that. But it, that's because he runs away. And he runs away because he grabs this thing that's burning hot. Yeah. And so I think as a kid, I misjudged his bravery. But, you know, he's a Nazi. Who cares? Yeah. And I think he did, <laughs> he did that on purpose, too. Like, if, if it's filmed very weirdly... But like, I've well, I don't always... know that he did it to purposely burn it onto himself. Yeah. I think once he f- calmed down from the heat, he's like, "Hey, 
I got it. Yeah, see, like that's the that's the thing is like it's filmed so that you can you can see it that way. Or like I when I was a kid, I always saw it as he knew he was gonna like either get shot or something in that area. So he was just like looked, saw the map, and then he puts his hand on it, burns it in there, and then he re- runs out because he just right. burned himself. I yeah, I don't think he knew it was hot. Yeah, that's my I, yeah, argument. that's fair. That's totally fair. Like I just yeah. My childish brain was just like, whoa. He's like, because it made him more villainous. Because I was just like, my uh, God. He, he was just like, he's yeah. to, willing to burn his yeah. flesh. He's like, I'll put the map in my hand. And I'll always that, have it. That is something. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. They burned down the bar. Yeah. That's how they got yeah, to that crazy. point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Marion is hitching herself to. Uh, Indy because she's like, fuck you, you're going to help me get the money back for this bar. Also, she was saying fuck you right when he walked through the door because Harrison, Indiana Jones, that is, had an affair with her when she was a teenager, like a 15-year-old teenager, and he was in his 20s. Yeah. And it was like the twenties. Now, yeah, we looked 1920s. it up. Yeah, we looked it up. Age of consent in certain states. We didn't really technically look up California, which is, I think, where she was. <sighs> yes, but, but it's very possible it still was legal legal relationship for him to have. It's weird. It's very weird that it is a part of this movie. Yeah, she's of age now. She's of age now. The character. Well, yeah, I mean, they're like well, he's in his eighties, and she's. <laughs> like seventy something, right? And according, you know, and according to the dialogue of this movie, <coughs> you could you could just see it as like maybe she had a huge crush on him and right. was like tagging on him, and he was just like, "You're a kid, leave me alone." Right. Uh, I think novelizations, as you know, we looked again, we, we were looking up beforehand. It gives a little more detail. Yeah, novelizations make it an actual relationship, but it's right. like from this movie alone, it could it, very much be a twenty year old man who has a, a young teenager right. tagging on him the whole time, and he. You know, she's upset because he kept pushing her away because he's like, you're fucking 15. Right. You know. But it was his colleague's daughter. Yep, yep. And the way Marion makes it sound in the film, he he really was taking advantage of her. Like, he knew she liked her. Like, it was mutual. Yep. And he even says, hey, you knew what you were doing. And she (laughs) said, I was a child. Yeah. And and yeah, it's very awkward. It is very strange. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I just wanted to make sure that you knew that we're aware of this, even though when you watch this movie, it is very easy to brush over that. Yeah, it's very yeah. And, and she still becomes the love interest, which you know, like while that, of age, while of age. She, <laughs> yeah, she is now of age. She probably is in her twenties now. Late twenties. <laughs> Um, I think the character is supposed yeah. to be in her late 20s. I don't know how old Carrie Allen was when she made this movie, but anyhow, <laughs> and that's all well and good to consenting adults. And, you know, I did just watch Broadchurch. Oh, and cool. It, it, you know, it brings the up the whole. Yes. Nice. And it does bring up like the whole concept of age of consent. Yeah. Uh, and. You know, there are relationships that happen that even after people get in trouble, they still come back and get together. Right. Because they actually were having an actual relationship. I'm not saying that this shit is right, but I am saying that uh, 
there is a case by case basis, right? I think, but anyhow, moving yeah. on. In, in the misty background of this, it, it definitely it does, is questionable. It's weird. It's weird to even but add it. I feel like, but he's such a heroic and charming man. Uh-huh. I don't uh, even know if he is charming. Yeah, he's, he's not really standoffish. Yeah, he's not really a womanizer. Like he definitely does get the women. That's true. Uh, but he's not like Bond. You know, he's he right. doesn't seem to be seeking out um, their their charms. Because um, even there's a scene where he, you know, he is a professor. He's an archaeologist, but he's also a professor, wow. and he's, you know, he's teaching the class. It's implied that he has relationships with lots of lots of his students. Um, but he's teaching in a class, and it seems like most people are attentive to what he's saying. He definitely has some jokes that he puts in, and people laugh at it, and you know, everybody seems to be paying attention. But at the same time, they also seem kind of bored. And he definitely, yeah. he has that attitude where he can be a little too scholarly, a little too, right. you know, historian. I really think Harrison Ford plays the character very well. Oh, yeah. I mean, even more than Han Solo, I associate him with Indiana Jones. That's fair. Um, because I feel like he got to be, I don't know, it feels like he got to be Harrison Ford a little bit more. At least who I want Harrison Ford yeah. to be. That's fair. Um, where Han Solo kind of was a dick. Yeah. But a good dick. A charming dick. <laughs> He's a good dick. He's a charming good dick. We don't usually drink when we do this. We're not drinking. What are you talking about? Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's too personal, Greeny, but it's your it's your human birthday. It is my human birthday. That is correct. As as we're recording this, so yeah, yeah we're we're still celebrating a little bit. Yeah, I didn't drink. I have a I have a cake that I let sit in the car while watching a movie today. Um, so most of it oh, melted, no. and so I put it in the fridge, and I'm like, maybe I'll eat it later. You know, it's like uh-huh. it did melt, so it's probably not good for me. Uh-huh. But. You know, if I get sick tomorrow, it's, that's just, just a sick day. So, how long was it in the car? Uh, two hours. That's fine. And heat. Yeah, th- I mean, the the what you're worried about is the the plastic right. gas, right? Well, I'm more worried because it is like it had icing on it, and so all the icing melted, okay. and so now I it's the, it's now fine. it's solidified back. Um, but uh-huh. its sell by date was last week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different story. <laughs> it does change things a tiny bit. Yeah. But at the same time, we Americans put sell-by dates on things way in advance. We do, but we feels. also sell shit food. Yeah. 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 Indiana Jones. Jones yes. Yeah, so, so we didn't even explain the arc, I feel like. No. Yeah, that's that's the next, you know, Rene Belloc, um, he's going after the Ark. You, you mentioned yeah, you mentioned that the government approached Indy that's for right. for help. And that's when he ends yeah. up going to Tibet, actually looking for Marion's father, but he's dead. He's not he's in the movie. dead. Yeah, because he had he had info on a way to find the Ark. You know, it's like a you know, it's one of those beautiful I love this movie because of the it's like national treasure but like way better. Yeah. Because it's just like, you know, it's it's a it's a mystery. I, mean, I don't think there would be a national treasure without Yeah, yeah. National Treasure really did like there's a lot of stuff that they took straight from Indiana. Oh fuck yeah. Like and it's it's really cool, but like yeah, this one is this one is very nice and cinematic and and the search because it's like, you know, to even find the arc, you have to find 
this spear it's not a spear it's a staff kind of thing right and then you have to go yeah. stand in a specific spot to let the sun hit it so that it shines on a specific area you can yeah. find a map and that's in egypt yeah yeah it's on a scale map of uh this the city in yeah. egypt that it is in yeah, yeah. and then you, you gotta use that to find this to find right. that and like it, it goes on it's very beautiful i love it's a lot of fun yeah right and now. it's like it's like a spy movie in that you know it's right. it's literally just like set piece and plot point to get to next set piece and next plot point and you know things happen right but this one's so much more fun to watch like even though it has that that spy like attitude i'm following the treasure hunt because it's it's exciting yeah, and, and all the stuff that they're finding is very exciting. And there's guns. And there's, there's also like really interesting details to it. Yeah, like um, Nazis are getting punched and killed. That's right. Nazis get punched and killed, and that's always good in a movie. So um, Belloc's team, the, they are actually far ahead of Indiana Jones at, at this point. Yeah, and he he along with. Sola! Yay, we brought him down. <laughs> Sola, uh, John Reese Davies, who. Uh, him. No, G- Gimli. No, Gimli, yes. Sorry. Uh, that's okay. Dyslexia. You just got us all kicked off the internet. It was dyslexia. <laughs> I, went, I, I looked up the file of Lord of the Rings in my head, went to G. And You're then right. saw saw two names. And then Gandalf kept well, Gandalf up has too too much. Gollum and Gimli are both like five six <laughs> letter words. They're very that's, close. That's fair. That's both fair. have GLs and Ms. That's right. You're right. It's okay. I'm <laughs> dyslexic. And my brain is weird. <laughs> and so am I. I'm sorry. John Reese Davies, who is actually very tall, plays an Egyptian excavator, and I don't think he's Egyptian, but we'll. I love Sulla. He's always been my favorite character. He, yeah, I didn't even know it was John Reese Davies until we did that James Bond movie. That's right. Week. He was the the James last week. That well, not last week, but you know, recently. <laughs> yeah, he's Welsh. He's Welsh, and uh, damn English always taking out jabs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our Egyptian our jobs. Egyptian jobs. Get out of here. <laughs> so. Anyhow, Sulla is his contact in Cairo, and he, you know, another scholar, and he helps him get to the dig site by, you know, disguising themselves as workers, and uh, they have more information than the Nazis do, and that's how they they figure out that the Nazis are digging in the wrong place and go to the right place, only to get caught by the Nazis. Right. It's one of those nice moments where it's just like, you know, the bad guys are, you know, just, they don't have the help. They don't have the friends. Right. But, but Indy's got the friends. That's right. It's nice having family. It's, it's all about family. family. <laughs> Here on Green and Faces on the Couch, we talk about why every franchise is Fast and Furious. It's all about family. They, they have found the root of what makes storytelling good. <laughs> That's all they have in the storytelling. That is the no. only, that's the only <laughs> storytelling element they have. Fast and Furious is the greatest franchise ever uh-huh. to exist. Uh huh. Best everything. I, I think this might be the last episode of the podcast. It goes beyond the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so ask any Christian in the South. <laughs> it's Fast and Furious Ten Commitments. <laughs> Then baby Jesus. <laughs> You're talking about 
the movie, The Ten Commandments, Both. right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the, the Ark of the Covenant, the by the way, has the Ten Commandments in it, and not the rewritten ones. The the ones that are 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 Broken. smashed. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I I figured that growing up as a kid, I figured they would have used the ones that Moses redid. Yeah, when he went back up to the mountain. Right. Those are elsewhere, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Who knows? But anyways, uh, in in Jewish lore, the the kings would have this out in the battlefield to motivate the men right. and it, it supposedly had uh you know great spiritual power and also like lasers yeah yeah <laughs> well, well that's yeah that's the, that's the thing i think that's why it's the broken ones is because it's like it's a protection spell mm. kind of thing is it's just like if you're not pure like the nazis at the end of this movie spoilers for a 40 three-year-old movie 42-year-old movie yeah guess what the nazis don't win no yeah they're they're impure yeah and they are trying to harness the the ark yeah and... they think like they're so fucking twisted yeah. that they think god just up and switched his favorite people well, I mean, come on. I, I think in their, I think in their mindset. I mean, I guess it could have been. You know, I mean, there was probably a religious aspect to yeah. Germany at the time. But I think in their mindset, it was probably just science. Like this thing it protects. Okay. So we got to We got to figure out but what what makes. I don't it think it was. Just it was science no. because Hitler was very well yeah. known, obsessed with the occult. Yeah. Exactly. But no, I'm just, that's what I'm saying though. It's just like I don't think they were thinking that God was just going to switch his his mindset. I think they just thought if we command this, it is ours and then it protects us. That's right. They and, did do a rabbi ritual led by oh, yeah. Rene Belloc. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, it's weird. And then, uh, but when they when they do open it though, it's just like because they are impure and because you know it's like the the broken tablets. He broke them because humans were being impure, worshiping a golden idol and yeah. everything. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I feel like that's why it's like, that's what gives it its protection spell, like the broken ones. is okay. like, they know what impurity is. I see. Those ones do. They, I don't know. I, I don't honestly know. I'm making up bullshit <laughs> on the spot. But like, yeah, it was, it, it's really, I love that scene though, because it's, it's so good. The effects, even though they're dated, they're good dated. Oh yeah. Like it still just feels like classic cinema. I'm oh, watching it and sure. I'm just like, oh my God, watching the Nazis melt. Melty, is so fun. melty, melty. Um, and, and the yeah. lightning in the sky and the mat. You the shouldn't mat look at it guys. You just shouldn't look at it. <laughs> yeah, Unless <man>. <laughs> you're Jewish and you have never sinned, then you're probably fine. Which basically means you have to be a virgin. I mean, unless you have been married, and horror, if horror movies have taught us anything, even married I don't people. know enough about Jewish culture. No, to like yeah, say. if horror if horror movies have taught me anything, all sex is sin. So, oh, even marital sex, yeah, even marital sex—that's most sinful. Damn. Yeah. Well, uh, did we make it to closing statements? <laughs> I fucking don't know. I love this movie. I, I do. Like, this is this is in my opinion absolute perfection. It's one of my top like you know again I don't know what my top favorite films are so I will say it's in the top fifty mm -hmm. like that I feel like it's broad enough. Right. Um. It's it's definitely you know it's definitely up there because it's mm -hmm. it's so good. Like it's I really good. I just love this kind of the the direction. I love the the filmmaking. You know Spielberg was notorious for going overtime beyond budget. 
Mm-hmm. And he was trying to find a zinger to help him like turn that reputation around. Um, I think this one was one of like one of the films that turned his you know that reputation because I think mm-hmm. I think they got it done in time. It was still a disaster. Um, you know, <laughs> they filmed it in Tunisia, parts of it, and while in Tunisia, everybody got food poisoning, mm-hmm. food sickness. Yeah, you got the iconic. I don't know if it's myth, but I've always heard the story, so yeah, I think I've, it's great. I've heard the story as well. Yeah, where where I don't um, think just from you either. So. No, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know it's I know it's a story online, but I don't know if it's a, a fake story. Right. You know, it could just be part of the mythology of the making of it. But, but supposedly, supposedly, Indiana Jones. There's a moment where he's confronted by a guy with a sword, <laughs> and the guy is going crazy with the sword, showing all of his expertise, and then Andy just pulls out his gun, and shoots him, and. <laughs> The myth, the story is that Harrison Ford, while having food poisoning, had diarrhea and just wanted to end the fucking yeah. day so he can get off set and, like, go take a shit. Yeah. And so that's why he did it. And they were just like, that's funny. We're keeping it in. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I mean, Spielberg is notorious for over storyboarding everything. So mm-hmm. it's like, that makes me question if he would actually let his storyboards go away. You know, he's just like, no, no. I, you need to fight him with the whip. This is where we show that you can make the whip dance like a snake. Yes. Come on. Yeah. Oh, and the snakes in this one, too. There's a pit of snakes. Oh, that's right. Big. Indiana Jones does not like snakes. Yep. Also, supposedly, he kept on losing his hat, so they stapled the hat to his head. I don't know oh. if that was in this movie or in the second Interesting. movie. That would yeah, suck. That, yeah, <laughs> sort for it said it did. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he has the iconic like losing his whip and like grabbing that from underneath right. the. the <laughs> he does it with shot. the hat too. Yeah. yeah. I think in the next one, like that's like an iconic thing. Now it's like every right. movie has to have him grabbing some item under a closing yeah. door. It's the Closing vertical door. Gotta love it. Yeah. Love franchise <laughs> staples. No, I, I love it. This this movie is utter perfection to me. It's uh, nostalgic. Um, one of my like I can't watch this movie without thinking of my dad. So it's yeah. like that's very nice for me. So it's it's an easy four stars. Nice, nice. Uh, it's definitely nostalgic for me as well. I'm sure that my father is the one who introduced it to me as well. But I do not remember the first time watching this. I do remember, however, uh, not being allowed to watch. The last scene where the Nazis melt. Oh, that's fair. However, the first time I watched it, I definitely did. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my stepmom was way against us watching that part. Yeah. Also, I think the part where with uh, the power of Christ, Belloc, you. Yeah, we weren't all. Yeah, it wasn't okay <laughs> to watch it. Uh, the angels, you know, can't yeah. see the angels. They were scary. Yeah, I don't think it was just scary. I think it might have been taboo yeah too yeah. taboo for her but like also the scene with belloc and marion where he's oh, like yeah. dude put on the dress she always made us faster through that too yeah there's nothing in that scene no besides a stab <laughs> yeah maybe she was mad that i mean like uh, initially um she apparently wasn't it was kind of supposed to be like a betrayer moment where she was, like, supposed to be, like, confronted with a, a way to escape. And so she just, like, you know, takes this opportunity. But the I think the actor, um, what was her name? Something Allen. Uh, Karen, Karen Allen. Allen. Yeah, I think she fought for her character. She's like, I don't want my character to be a betrayer. 
Right. Like, can we can we but have also her do this a in a seducer? Like, yeah. she doesn't need to be the, a seducer. Yeah. So that's that's why they that's why they just change it around to you know like well we've already established that she's really good at drinking. Yeah. Why don't we just have her trying to get this guy drunk so she can escape? Yeah. And like that. Yeah. Like I think that was a. I don't know if again. I don't know if that's another legend. Yeah. No legend or not, but <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, there, there's nothing wrong with that scene, but maybe she, maybe her stepmom saw it as that. Maybe she saw I it as like a weird betrayer moment from, uh, from a maybe good girl. anything that sexualized anything. Yeah, even a little bit, it wasn't allowed. Naughty, naughty. Uh, witches weren't allowed. Repress ghosts, your penis. Ghosts probably weren't allowed. Anyways, uh. Face and a Half movie, it's a classic. Uh, I know I threw a lot of complaints at it, but it's just me watching it as a, yeah. as a critic. Trying to appeal time, to the really. politically correct people so that we don't get canceled. <laughs> Beyond that, I, I don't think people were like jumping in and doing that for this film because it's such a classic and pop culture icon that right. uh, you know people aren't looking at it that way and... Maybe it's good to look at these old movies that we love yeah. this way so that we do better in the future. Not to say that the things that I complained about were wrong for this movie, yeah. because it is a century ago that we're talking yeah, about, pretty much. True. Yeah. Uh, and it's a period film. Yeah. So and people acted different. And well done. Yeah. 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 And I will also say to bounce off of what you're saying about not being able allow, not being allowed to watch the uh, the, the melting scenes. Yeah. It was kind of funny because I remember specifically watching these movies because of their my mom and dad's interactions during those moments, <laughs> where my mom would be like, "Cover their eyes, cover his eyes," you know, like you, we don't want them to see this. And and dad just being like, we have the DVD, we have the VHS. They're just gonna watch it later, like when we're asleep. You know, and like I I remember specifically, she was like, mom did not stop the face melting scenes. You know, she was just like, whatever. You know, maybe she caught it too late and thought, oh, maybe we should have covered their eyes. Dang it, we're bad parents or whatever. But during the Kali Ma scene and the yeah, next one, and the and next I remember, one we'll I remember a lot where she was just like, "No, cover their oh, eyes!" No, no. And that's when that's when Dad was just like, "What are you talking about?" Like, oh, <laughs> uh, the myth behind Good that stuff. one's pretty funny too. Oh, I love it. Okay, I I think we did the show indeed until Temple of Doom. That's right. Well, that's not true. We'll see you later this week yes. uh, with even more classic films. We got a lot of classics coming this summer. It seems like. Ah, see, this one's Indiana Jones um, and the Temple of see, Doom. See, that's why I was confused. Yeah. Well, are they all like Indiana Jones? Yeah, yeah. Indiana and the Last Crusade. It's the only one that didn't have Indiana Jones in the title. It's weird. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Weird end of show. I am the green traveler from Gorsh. And I am the face of Liz Leon. Safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe, or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.